Welcome to Along the Way. I'm John Matarazzo, your host and fellow traveler. Thank you for joining me along my way as I try to become more like Jesus every day. The goal of Along the Way is to identify the moments in life that Jesus really is walking with us and trying to get our attention. But just like the disciples along the way to Emmaus, we are missing those moments that our hearts are burning within us. I want us to identify these moments, learn from others, and apply those lessons to our lives so that we don't miss the blessings God has for us along the way in our life's journey. Since I started working at Charisma Media, I've had the opportunity to do podcast interviews that I wouldn't normally consider an along-the-way episode because I was doing the interview for Charisma News or some other format. And I've also been interviewed on other people's podcasts, too. Those have been great opportunities as well as interesting conversations, and I want to make sure that I share them with you as well. Through working with Charisma Media and Charisma News, I get to hear incredible testimonies. And when one of my friends and fellow podcasters, Caleb Wampler of Kingdom Encounters International and the Awaken the Wonder podcast slash TV show, sent me a video of him sharing a story of what happened as a result of a recent crusade in Haiti. I was stunned and had to get this story out on Charisma News as soon as possible. Spiritual warfare is real, and Caleb was facing powerful voodoo witches' curses. The witches were so serious about their curses that they involved cannibalism and child sacrifice to stop the gospel of Jesus Christ from invading their territory. I can't wait for you to hear this powerful testimony. Follow Caleb Wampler at calebwampler.com. I'll make sure that his info is in the show notes. I'll get to our conversation in just a moment, but I want to thank you for listening to Along the Way. All of my episodes and social links are available at my website, alongtheway.media. You can also join my email list to get updates right in your inbox. All the links from this episode will be in the show notes. And now here's my conversation with Caleb Wampler. This is Charisma News on the Charisma Podcast Network, one daily news story well told. I'm John Matarazzo, and with me today is a very special evangelist who has an incredible, incredible testimony that I just heard and wanted to share with you. We'll be right back after this important message. If encountering the power of the Holy Spirit excites you and you can't help but tell others about the revival that is happening all around the world today, then Charisma Media has a place for you. We are always looking for passionate, spirit-filled, quality people to join our team as we create, report, and distribute inspirational content so that the body of Christ can be empowered to change our world. If you would like to join the Charisma team, go to charismamedia.com and scroll down to the bottom of the page to locate the Work With Us section. Check out the career opportunities that are available now and become part of the Holy Spirit's plan to radically change the world today. This is John Matarazzo with Charisma News Podcast, and with me today is Caleb Wampler of Kingdom Encounters International, one of our podcasters, actually, as well as being a international evangelist who has seen God do, God do amazing things through his ministry. And I just saw a video that he shared about a an amazing testimony of something that happened on a recent trip, and I wanted to be able to talk to him and share that with you. So, Caleb, welcome to the Charisma News Podcast. Hey, thank you so much, John, and appreciate you bringing me on on such quick notice like this. 
Yeah, I just saw the, it was a Facebook Live that you did, and I just saw it maybe an hour or so ago, and I got in touch with your people, and they got in touch with me, and I was like, we need to, I need to do something. I need to get this story out there. So could you, let's just jump right into it. Where were you, and what happened, and then just just go for it, man. This was, this, it moved me. I was on the verge of tears the whole time I was listening to you share that. Yeah. So we did our very first gospel crusade in the nation of Haiti, uh, just, uh, less than two weeks ago, actually. And, uh, as I went in, um, we had been told the witches were gathering and there was a village that had never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so, um, the witchcraft was very heavily uh, going on there. The voodoo is, as you know, with Haiti is um, just at a whole nother level. And so um, we, we, did, we knew we were going to have demonic type attacks as we are accustomed to as we travel around the mm-hmm. world. But, um, you know, when we got there, uh, they were saying the witches were gathering in the back of the field. And on the third and fourth night of the campaign, I, I felt very strongly that I was supposed to go into the crowd and start one by one going after the people. Now, in a crusade, you know, as you can imagine, there's hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people in a crusade. Yeah. You don't just walk into the field and go one by one, but the Lord was highlighting the lost sheep. And so mm. we started going in, and I was looking one by one, uh, looking people in the eye and, and asking them if they wanted to give their life to Jesus. And as we did, we started getting to the witches. And so the witches actually started repenting, and uh, they weren't making eye contact with us, which at the time I just figured they were seeing the light that was within us and just kind of left it at that. But they would repent one by one. And so here we are, you know, a, a week or two later, and I, I reach out to my director saying, what has happened in the village since we've left? Because oftentimes we don't get to hear the fruit after leaving. Sure. You know? And he said, he said, brother, I am, um, I'm so excited to tell you of continued healings. A stomach cancer uh, was healed of, of a person and kidney stones for another and, and different uh, diseases related to the kidney were completely healed. And I'm like, this is wonderful. Praise God. And then he says something that just shocked me to my core. And um, he said, you know, months ago and even weeks ago, the witches had heard that there was a servant of God that was going to be coming. And so they went into the village and they displayed their power through blood sacrifices. And, and, you know, I'm going to try to do this without crying, right? but they started to, um, they started to go in into the villages and, and they were saying that, you know, we, you need to choose to follow us, the witches, or to, to believe this false God that is coming from this uh, servant of God that's going to be coming. And, um, and they were saying that they were claiming that they were making those claims about you. They were making the claims about me. Yeah. And the, and my team that was going to be coming and, um, it was kind of a showdown. And so they basically said, you know, you need to follow us. And then they started to sacrifice some of the children and they were eating the children in the village. Um, I don't know how many they, they ate, but they were eating the children as part of their voodoo rituals. So cannibalism. Cannibalism, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, God bless those families, but, um, you know, I know that he's got them in the arms of Christ in heaven right now. Yeah. They're doing, <laughs> they're in his arms right now, but just the most atrocious, wicked darkness and evil that you can even think of, you know, and obviously we all have a, even more of a soft spot for children, um, but to think that this was happening 
in the, in the weeks and months preceding the crusade, we were asking people to pray for us for the witchcraft and the demonic influences. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't even have a clue to the level and the depths of what was happening here. Yeah. And that was what was being prepped. And so they had, they had bathed the ground in literally the blood of the children before oh we came to try to, to, to stop what was about to happen. And so we come in preaching a simple, crystal clear gospel message. This was a, a small crusade by, by the standard of some of our larger crusades mm-hmm. in, in, say, South Asia, you know, where we've had hundreds of thousands of people. There was hundreds of people there. And, um, and, and so in this village, it, was, it had never been reached. And it, it seemed smaller in that sense, in, this, in, the, in the scope of numerically, but the the potency of the power of God was so on display, and and as these witches were trying to cast spells to test the servants of God, what was happening is this is this is just reported to me literally yesterday. They were seeing a fire, and they couldn't make eye contact with us. Wow! Like they they saw the literal fire of God emanating from within them, and then when they tried to do their spells and cast their spells by the voodoo, it would not work. And they saw an inferno of fire, and they couldn't make eye contact and even, even look in our direction. And so when, then when, when the whole Luke 15 happened, and I was walking out into the field to go after the ones, they were giving their lives to Jesus and repenting of their witchcraft, even in the days following the crusade. And, and get this, John. They're, they're actually going now, and they have basically become evangelists because they are going throughout the village saying the real power was with the servants of God, and they are now preaching Jesus in the villages that Jesus has the real power. <laughs> it's, wow. I, I, it's baffling because to think that the very people that were you know, eating children to now becoming evangelists of the gospel, I mean— if that doesn't sum up the gospel, I don't know what does. In a matter of a few days, in a matter of a moment, they had that that change where I, I'm just, there's so many facets about your story that you just shared that blow me away. I mean, the fact that we in the America especially don't, we don't take the seriousness of the spiritual world um, as as people do in other countries. And for them to be praying and casting spells and sacrificing children as a defense against you guys, you know, trying to hold their land and their, their territory. But you guys come with the power and of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus, and you bring freedom to the captives. That's literally what Jesus came to do. You're bringing freedom to the captives. And the fact that they could not cast spells on you, they they couldn't do anything, they could not even look you in the eye, to the point where they gave their lives to Jesus and are now evangelizing on his behalf. I mean, that is stuff, like, I couldn't make that up. That's amazing, amazing to hear. I wouldn't even want to say these phrases out loud. I mean, when I told my wife, I said, I said just make sure when you read this, you're not around the kids, because I don't, I don't want them to see her breakdown and me breakdown our team our team was was startled when i shared this news yesterday with them as we learned it but but my director cuz we had specifically said that we want to come to do what jesus did in first john 3:8 to destroy the yeah. works of the devil 
And, and so he said, brother, he said, do you remember when we talked ahead of time that this, that the pre- your presence here is significant to destroy the works of the devil? He hmm. said, he said, I believe it was prophetic then, but it manifested now because the hmm. works of the devil have been destroyed in this village. I mean, Amen. it like, <laughs> it, it literally Amen. was to a T what we had prayed and declared. And in Jesus name, the power of the ones, those power of the ones, those ones coming to Christ are now reaching the entire village with the gospel after the crusade and continuing on. It's just, it's a beautiful story in, in the midst of the tragedy of it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Caleb, right now there are people that are listening and they think, how can God use me? How can I be somebody that carries the light of Jesus to a dark place? What word of encouragement can you give them? And, and can you then follow that up with a prayer? Because we can do that. Yeah, Matthew chapter 5 tells us that we are the light of the world. Uh, scripture tells us Jesus is the light of the world, and it tells us that we are the light of the world because we carry Jesus. We don't realize how significant and how profound that actually is until you go into a place of utter darkness, such as we just did in in Haiti and as we will be doing uh, next week in South Asia. And when you go into places infested with darkness— that's where the light shines the brightest just before the breaking of the dawn. And, mm-hmm. and in those places, it does shine. You don't, you don't realize how powerful the presence of God is within you that you carry. You know, think of in just a very simple way, if somebody walks into the room and they're laughing, everybody immediately understands the presence of that person and joy enters the room. People begin to smile. They don't even know why they're laughing or smiling. They just see somebody overjoyed laughing as they walk into the room. What about if somebody is crying, they walk into the room and they're depressed and you feel the, the fear, the terror, the sadness of the person. It, 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 you feel it immediately just because of the countenance of the person. Spiritually, demons in hell recognize when your feet touch the ground in the morning and if you are a threat to the enemy's kingdom or not. And likewise, the angels of God are rejoicing. Oh, they're awake. They're ready to carry on the words of the Lord today. And they're, they're waiting. Psalm 103.20 says that the angels of the Lord are waiting on the words of God that are being declared, friends, even from your mouths as you agree with the word of God. So you carry that power and that authority way much more than you realize. And I would like to pray for you to have an understanding yes, and an awareness of that. Father... In Jesus' name, I just pray that you would awaken every single listener today to the power and the authority that is in their eyes, that is in their voice, that they are carrying and emanating as a child of God. Lord, um, in, in Joshua chapter 6, verse 1 and 2, you declared that the, that the walls of Jericho and Jericho had already been given to Joshua before they ever marched the city. And Lord, I, I know that and it, it seems so hard to see sometimes as we look at all that's going on in the world. But Lord, you have given us the kingdom of God, the keys to the kingdom of God to release God's power, his authority, his love, his healing, his, his passion and desire for humanity. And he put it on the tips of believers' tongues all around the world that are listening to this right now. May we shine your light uh, everywhere that we go. May we take ground for your territory everywhere we go. May we love recklessly. May we give generously. May we, uh, may we love with everything inside of us. And I just pray that the light of God that you put in every believer would blast the darkness out of the way right now in Jesus' name, and that the works of the devil would be destroyed, not only in their lives, but that they would evangelistically 
with the great commission in heart and mind, uh, uh, forcefully advance God's kingdom forward through healing and love and freedom in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, Caleb, this is the kind of news that I'm excited that we get to share. So much of the news that's out there right now is doom and gloom and the world is in trouble, but we have the hope and the power of Jesus Christ with us and in us. And it is super encouraging to hear the testimony that you just shared about how you being obedient to do what God has called you to do has changed people's lives forever. And I think it's changed people's lives in, in Haiti, but also people's lives that are listening to this testimony. And uh, I just want to encourage everybody that you can check out Caleb's podcast on charismapodcastnetwork.com or cpnshows.com. It's called Awaken the Wonder. Uh, definitely check it out. He's got amazing testimonies and wonderful teaching on his podcast. And make sure that you stay tuned to charismanews.com to hear the latest updates of what God is doing around the world and how the Holy Spirit is empowering believers to do amazing, amazing works. Caleb, thank you so much for being on the Charisma News Podcast. Thank you so much, John. Thank you for listening to this episode of Along the Way. If you've enjoyed joining me along my way, please share this with a friend who you think will be encouraged by this podcast. Also, please rate and review Along the Way on iTunes. That helps more people discover Along the Way. And please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and through my website, alongtheway.media. On my website, you can sign up to receive newsletter updates whenever I put out a new episode, so you don't miss one. If you want to help support me in this podcast, I have a Patreon page. The link to become a supporter is also in my show notes. I hope that you've enjoyed this part of my journey, and may you realize when Jesus is walking with you along your way. Along the Way is honored to be part of the Charisma Podcast Network. You can find tons of spirit-filled content from their vast catalog of podcasts, including my Monday through Friday news stories for the Charisma News Podcast. Go to cpnshows.com to see the full list and latest episodes.